Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I love that now we have confirmed with molecular data from the Israel Deaconess Medical Center in Boston that the Tyrannosaurus Rex is a third cousin to the chicken. (laughs) Uh, The new family tree based on protein sequences uh, recovered from dinosaur fossils firms up the old dinosaurs avian lineage. Yay! So this uh, biochemist, uh, John Azra, compared sequences of collagen protein recovered from a 68-million-year-old T-Rex fossil and a a half-a-million-year-old mastodon uh, with those same sequences from 21 modern animals. Chicken, alligator, elephant, and a human. The collagen analyzed was collected from that T. Rex. Uh, we talked about it. The bone that was found in Montana, and so I guess it that makes it possible that it's exceptionally well preserved. According to the doc, you can't just walk into a museum and take a bone off a T. Rex and get a sequence data. Okay, but uh, now we know that the T. Rex <laughs> is a third cousin, or the chicken actually is the third cousin to the tyrannosaurus rex which is awesome and i saw a tweet from PETA, who uh you know him you love him PETA. i mean i we've had our uh battles myself uh, with PETA, especially on twitter uh, over the years they put out a tweet that said think twice before ordering that chicken sandwich t-rexes wouldn't approve of you eating their descendants well tough because uh I know that, uh, you know, I guess there's dinosaur days. There's a dinosaur day a couple times a year. And so, you know, we're not only are we in Pride Month, not only are we in hurricane season, uh, we also, you know, have to celebrate Dinosaur Day. And once again, uh, PETA could not be more wrong. Uh, I would (laughs) eat a T-Rex. And uh, I will put that bad boy over a fire and let's cook it up. No problem. On top of which, if they're related to the chicken, uh, uh, okay, I'm willing to fry up the old T-Rex egg. Uh, I'm probably going to need a bigger frying pan, but let's crack that bad boy and fry it up. Put a little butter and some salt and pepper. We're good to go. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So good times, good times are happening in San Francisco. Uh, The owners of the Westfield San Francisco Center Mall in one of the city's main tourist areas uh, handed over the keys to the lenders. Uh, Sure, we still owe $558 million on our mortgage. Uh, We're just not going to pay it. Uh, We're done. Here you go. (laughs) You can have it. (laughs) So Westfield said uh, its management of the property had become untenable because of the challenging operating conditions. Huh. I wonder what those challenging operation operating conditions could be in downtown San Francisco. Well, uh, lower foot traffic and a decline in sales. Huh. That's interesting they used those two phrases. Uh, At the same time, about a month ago, Nordstrom packed up and left the mall they said uh, we're out we don't want anything to do with it we can't sell anything we're done then remember a week or so ago we talked about the park hotels and resorts 
that said uh, they were walking away from their mortgage payments. Yeah, uh, sure, we own uh, we owe seven hundred and twenty-five million dollars in outstanding debt for the two downtown hotels, but uh, we're not going to pay it. Here's the keys. Take care. <laughs> It says here in the story that the Sam, it's not even funny. It's really, really sad, and it's too bad. Um, the sales at the Westfield uh, San Francisco Center fell from $298 million, la- or fell to $298 million last year from $455 million in 2019, well, pre pandemic. Uh, foot traffic dropped almost 50%, 43%. And uh, sales at other Westfield properties had increased during that same time period. So sales are coming back after the pandemic. Oh, yeah, we all want to use that pandemic as the as the starting point. The mayor said, well, yeah, we saw it coming. Uh, sorry. Uh, we knew they were going to leave. And, uh, you know, the company said they're planning a radical reduction of their financial exposure to the U.S. over the course of 2022 and 2023. Oh. Oh, okay. So that makes it fine then. Wow. I mean, these big cities, and in particular San Francisco, are in a whole lot of trouble. And it's going to take more than a wow, we saw it coming to make it better. So many people have a smart home now. You have, uh, you know, devices, lights, other things uh, connected to your Amazon Echo. And those control what's happening in your home. And so you don't think about it ever of that ever being shut down, right? And if you do, you're going to be locked out of your home. Well, that's exactly what happened to Brandon Jackson in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, He was uh, locked out. Uh, He contacted an Amazon executive and he was told, yeah, the delivery driver uh, that dropped off your package uh, the day before you were locked out of your home. Yeah, he heard racial slurs. Uh, from your doorbell so uh we can't have that so the driver claimed he heard that racial slur and we're going to go ahead and lock you out of it until we have uh, an investigation oh okay so he started thinking all right so the package got dropped off the day before everything seemed fine after the package arrived and then he figured that he got locked out because someone tried to access the account repeatedly triggering the lockout nope uh he called and the representative directed him to an email well, from an executive that provided a phone number to call. Yeah, we're going to send you an email for another number to call. And so he called that number and he talked to someone who he claimed was somewhat accusatory. Yeah, I mean, they've already shut him off. And he said uh, the driver had reported receiving racist remarks from his doorbell. Oh, wow. Okay. So he was thinking, how is that possible? Because... I wasn't even home. No one else was in my home at the time. So he started doing his own little investigations. And uh, he realized that no one was home. He told Amazon this. He also uh, reviewed the video tape that showed uh, the driver was wearing headphones during the interaction that I guess was misinterpreted as the racist slur because 
reviewing the doorbell footage the device had given an given an automatic reply saying excuse me can i help you (laughs) so he sent that video over to amazon didn't hear back from him and then he was told yeah take at least a couple business days to resolve for a week it took over a week for them to reply and then realize yeah um all right, then we went ahead and uh, gave you access back to your account. We didn't give you any follow-up email to inform you of the resolution, though. So uh, we just turned it back on. Sorry, we didn't even get a sorry. We just turned it back on. Have a nice day. Uh, this is where we're at. Uh, this is where we're at. Pretty incredible when you think about uh, at least they. you'd think they would give you some uh, some way to say, wow, I don't think that happened. And then have an an investigation without losing all your devices prior to actually being proven guilty i mean you are guilty before uh proven innocent well wait you're supposed to be innocent before proven guilty and we are making it guilty before you're even being able to prove yourself innocent yeah something like that (laughs) so he says he's trying to move on uh he said he's considering using raspberry pi devices uh, rather than those connected to Amazon, yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. Although I would venture to say that Raspberry Pi probably is in the same, uh, the same ballpark as Amazon when you get to uh, this type of thing. But uh, Amazon told uh, Daily Mail in a statement that we work hard to provide customers with a great experience while also ensuring drivers who deliver Amazon packages feel safe in this case we learned through our investigation that the customer did not act inappropriately and we're working directly with the customer to resolve their concerns while also looking at ways to prevent a similar situation from happening again uh i would say according to uh mr jackson now that wasn't happening (laughs) i mean they may have reached out to him after the press started reaching out but not before before it was like well we're just gonna shut you off and then oh no we were wrong we don't know what happened uh here's your stuff again sure you were without and you weren't able to use all your stuff uh through our account for a week but don't worry about it all right and just how about you shut up how about you shut up about it i mean that's where we're at i mean that is where we're at i mean we're at now where it seems an overwhelming amount of the time you are guilty until you can prove yourself innocent we're also at a time where the word police are definitely coming for you we have a lady who was taken into custody in pennsylvania charged with one count aiding suicide which is a felony and one count of harassment which is a misdemeanor, in connection with the death of a 37-year-old man. Uh, According to the press release from the district attorney's office, her arrest came after a two-year investigation, uh, which led uh, detectives with the Pennsylvania State Police uh in collaboration with the you know westmoreland district attorney's office the charges uh, stem from her relationship with this man who died by suicide in 2021 the authorities discovered a letter believed to be written by the man himself detailing a trail of torment and so- torment and solicitation messages posted to his public facebook page told a similar story oh no uh we have sent uh Oh, a strongly worded letter and also uh 
she sent messages that were just heinous and graphic. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. We are in a bad place. We are in a bad place. I know the prosecutor said the level of bullying, harassment, and threats rose to a criminal level in this particular case. Did they? Well, obviously, yes, because she's being arrested. Look, she's a bad person. Got it. I'm with you. She's a bad person. But just because you're a bad person, she didn't do anything. Okay? Uh, Really, really incredible. Uh, We've had other stories with uh, teens that have done this. And I know, I think the teen, the one teen was found uh, guilty of driving that one young man to suicide. But now we are... uh, we're telling people that they can't send uh you can't say anything to drive people like this the bullying you know he could have blocked her on facebook he could have not read the messages it's really really strange i i I don't understand this place that we're in i really don't um sticks and stones may break my bones but words can never hurt me (laughs) we are way past that way past that all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately (sighs) so yesterday paul mccartney Uh, Sir Paul McCartney told the BBC that AI helped him use a demo recording of John Lennon singing an unpublished song to create a last hurrah from the iconic band, which broke up more than 50 years ago now. Uh, Sir Paul did not reveal the name of the soon-to-be-released song. Uh, You know, everybody's expecting uh, that it might be Now and Then, one of the songs that Lennon recorded in the late 70s on a cassette labeled for paul that's the one that yoko gave him uh after after he died and so now uh you know he has ai to bring lennon's voice back to work he said that they were able to take john's voice and get it pure through this ai so when we could mix the record as you would normally do it it gives you some sort of leeway so there's a good side to it and then a scary side too (laughs) and we'll just see where that leads okay uh they said that it would they trained it to recognize john's voice and then used it to separate it from the background noise and instruments actually pretty cool um the same ai trick has already made some of the uh, you know beatles fans uh crazy when uh, mccartney performed the uh, virtual duet with lennon during his u.s tour uh last summer which was pretty cool and they also uh, the method was used during uh the get back docuseries um the production of peter jackson's get back uh, docuseries on the beatles the making of the final beatles album let it be through use of archival footage and audio so we've seen it at work already which is how paul got the idea to do this with john stuff but be ready for it uh i don't know you know if it's gonna come out on the uh abbey road but uh we'll see so Disney is shaking up uh, the old release calendar as well. It's adding a new Star Wars movie, which uh, I believe is 
yet to be named. Uh, and it's adding uh, Moana live action adaptation. <laughs> That'll be great. I'm sure it'll be huge. And it's also delaying the next three Avatar movies by a year. So I'm surprised they're even going to make it. And I just watched, you know, we watched uh, the latest Avatar. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was fine. It was it was awesome. I didn't mind the first one uh, either, and the, this one was okay. Uh, the Way of Water. It was it was it was fine. It, it was fine. But I said I remember thinking at the end of it, there's no way that uh, you know they're going to ever get these films made. There's three more of them supposed to be coming okay so you've got the live action moana which is going to be released june of 2025 deadpool 3 has moved up from november of 2024 to may 3rd of 2024 the untitled star wars movie is debuting in december of 2026 <laughs> avatar 3 has been moved to december of 2025 avatar 4 has been moved to december of 2029 avatar 5 has been moved to december of 2031 <laughs> i mean the last one is coming 22 years after the original uh, avatar that's never gonna happen i'm sorry i just don't believe it then there's some other changes uh including a big marvel reshuffling uh captain america brave new world uh moving to may of 2024 oh from may of 2024 to july of 2024 okay which in turn is delaying thunderbolts to december 2024 blade is to moving to february 2025 fantastic four moving to may of 2025 avengers the king dynasty is getting pushed back a year uh until may of 2026 <laughs> and it's taking the place of avengers secret wars which is jumping to may of 2027 so be ready for all those uh, to happen and we'll have the star wars movies and can't wait for the avatar sequels to make it can't wait another thing i can't wait for is the excess of tarring that i need to put on my food uh, according to, uh, well, taurine, if you didn't know, is an amino acid found in meat and shellfish. That's a popular supplement. I guess they add it to energy drinks as well. And it's supposed to promote sharper brain function. Okay. Uh, the experts say, well, we really, yeah, we really don't know that to be true, but okay. You know, I guess if the, <laughs> I guess if the energy drinks say it, it's so. Uh, so we know that low levels of taurine. Is that is that how you say it? Taurine. Taurine. All right, that's pretty close. So taurine is an amino acid found in meat and shellfish. <laughs> uh, it's also uh, the same thing that they put into energy drinks that they tout to promote sharper brain function. What's it called again? Taurine. Yes, that's what I said. So uh, we know that low levels of 
Tarine. Speed up the aging process, and we know that to happen in several species of animals. Scientists now report that supplementing with the nutrient may slow down that process, leading to longer, healthier lives in animals and maybe humans too, although we have not had any human trials yet. So according to the co-author of the study, Vijay Yadav, an assistant professor of genetics and development at the Vagalos College of Physicians and Surgeons, Medical School for Columbia University in New York City. This is a really exciting time. Uh, that's because researchers are now exploring uh, specific molecules such as Tarine that might improve health and lead to longer life. In monkeys, it prevented age-related weight gain, improved fasting blood, blood sugar levels, increased bone density, and led to healthier livers and improved immune system function. All right. So they were quick to point out, though, uh, Yadav, uh, the study's co-author, uh, the assistant professor, uh, he said, whoa, 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 whoa. Make sure that you realize that this is uh, not reversing the effects of aging. OK, we're kind of putting the brakes on aging, but we're not putting things in reverse. So, all right. I mean, that doesn't sound bad. I I can be okay with that. To you know, we don't have to become younger, but we just need to not continue to get older, right? And if that means pouring a whole bucket of tarine on the food you're eating, so be it. So who died today? Who died today? Cormac McCarthy has passed away at the age of 89. He's a literary icon. He died at his home in Santa Fe. Uh, According to his uh, family, they found him uh, dead at the age of 89 for natural causes. Uh, As a Pulitzer Prize winning novelist of The Road, considered to be one of the greatest novelists of his generation, um, born in Rhode Island, raised in Tennessee, McCarthy was known for his violent depiction of life in the southern U.S. Okay. Uh, he was, uh, his work, uh, Blood Meridian, is considered uh, his greatest work. Uh, he was dubbed the ultimate Western by the, uh, they dubbed the Blood Meridian, the ultimate Western. He first achieved success in 1992 with, uh, his award-winning novel all the pretty horses and uh, he formed uh let's see the road was a film uh, academy award winning no country for old men and uh he only gave uh, you know a handful of interviews uh, that's what makes writers and novelists so you know so strange is that they're unapproachable and they're in the dark room and they're writing but they're i I know i think there was an interview with him uh on with oprah at some point uh back in the aughts (laughs) Uh, the 2000 aughts somewhere in there but uh literary icon cormac mccarthy dead at the age of 
89. Then we have Bella Montoya, who is 76 and not dead. Uh, she's from Ecuador. These stories always turn up from South America. It's so amazing to me. She's from Ecuador. She found herself inside a coffin during her own wake. And, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, I'm not dead in here, okay? <laughs> Uh, there's a video that you can see a few seconds long of men are trying to provide her assistance uh in her in her coffin (laughs) so she was admitted to the hospital uh experienced uh you know what they thought were stroke symptoms she had cardiorespiratory arrest didn't respond to resuscitation attempts leading the attending physician to go yeah she's dead uh get her out of here uh, we're calling it okay so it's good that the health ministry in ecuador is going to uh, form a committee to investigate the incident and ensure montoria's care was properly supervised i would say it wasn't uh they were at the wake at the funeral and somebody heard <laughs> in the video you see the two guys uh you know they're up on her in the coffin and she's breathing and opening her mouth just amazing so uh good for her good for her bad for the hospital uh not sure how something like that actually happens in such a period of time right i mean it was they pronounced her dead two days before the funeral so she went through a number of hands (laughs) and uh she was still alive and not dead so good news for bella montoya age 76 alive good news for las vegas too uh the nhl uh, golden knights won game five uh last night if you're listening live today is the 14th of june 2023 uh last night uh, on the 13th of 2023 of june of 20 in 2023 they won the game they crushed the my uh miami team florida panthers obviously it's not miami it's the florida panthers uh nine to three Whew. i mean florida got their butts kicked in this series i don't know how they pulled off game four but they did and good for them but holy cow i mean nine to three in hockey is damn near an embarrassment but uh, the owner bill foley he had said he predicted it a while ago saying that uh the golden knights were gonna win the uh, the cup in six seasons this is their sixth season uh he said he made the silly statement uh just because he thought it would work he said i started with seven i went to five and i came to six uh, i made the statement uh, six and a half years ago playoffs in three cup in six the boys remembered it and they played for it and they did it so congratulations to the vegas golden knights for winning the stanley cup lord stanley is uh in the house in uh, las vegas as they won the championship last night i also see where uh denver we had talked about uh how they had the celebration and there were shootings uh the night of the celebration the nuggets when they won the championship a couple of nights ago in the nba and the police had made a point of saying well the investigation are still ongoing and i remember commenting uh i've been 
doing uh, Glenn Beck Radio with Pat Gray all week. And I remember commenting uh, during the show that uh, when we were talking about the ongoing investigation, it was probably some drug deal gone bad. Well, we know now that uh, the Denver police are saying, yeah, it was probably a drug deal. Well, I appreciate them listening to the show. Uh, means a lot. But uh, it's pretty, <laughs> they're pretty easy, uh, pretty easy ciphering there to figure out what could be going on uh, during a celebration as the celebration seemed to be winding down in the wee hours of the morning and then there was a shooting where i think nine people were shot 11 people one i think at least a dozen people were injured and uh, pretty bad and uh it was all over a drug deal figures and i haven't seen the numbers yet uh for the stanley cup playoff series and the nba championship series on how it affected uh, Pornhub and people viewing the porn site we do know that uh, usually major events sporting events uh, super bowl uh, they put in this list also the apple product releases eh, okay uh, but huge sporting events uh, really drop the Pornhub <laughs> viewing <laughs> they said that last year's Super Bowl, the uh, traffic plunged 35%, which is you know below average. And then we also have big numbers in uh, the United Kingdom, in the UK. The uh, Champions League final between Manchester City and Inter Milan this past weekend, traffic on Pornhub plunged 32% below average in Italy and then surged 17% in the hours after the uh, after the Inter lost. Oh, no. Yeah, Inter Milan lost. Darn the luck. So uh, Italy definitely uh, needed to pick up their porn <laughs> viewing after the team lost. I didn't see the numbers on... Uh, on manchester though what was happening in uh, the uk <laughs> i'm sure it dropped dramatically too just not enough for them to promote it so just you know make sure you continue to flock to porn hub oh they already are okay never mind So you can follow me on my social media accounts at JeffyJFR on Twitter, Jeff Fisher Radio on Instagram and Facebook. You can order a cameo from me. Uh, that's not free uh, at JeffyJFR. Cameo's my uh, my pimp. And so you can order one. I'll be happy, sad, glad, mean, mad, whatever you'd like. Just order it on cameo at JeffyJFR and uh, I will do what you request. Uh, very simple you can also email the show anytime chewing the fat at theblaze.com i got an email from uh, eric and i hesitate i hesitate to bring you this email because <laughs> uh, it's such a good idea and i don't even know if it's real i don't even know if it's real but it's such a good idea and i want i i want to share it with you again you need this is something you can teach your children okay uh, the email goes something like this i got pulled over on the way back from grabbing mcdonald's with my niece i was going 12 miles an hour over the speed limit 
Uh, yeah, well, first of all, were you? Uh, you're getting pulled over for 12 miles over the speed limit. I feel like it would be faster. Anyway, as the officer started walking up to my car, I rolled all my windows down. And that's, you know, you roll them down, put your hand, leave your hands on the steering wheel. I get that. But he says, I rolled all my windows down. My adorable, apparently incredibly smart seven-year-old niece started screaming from the back seat. It's coming out. I can't hold it any longer. It's almost here. So now the trooper is hearing her scream this, and he leans in the window and asks her what's going on here. She looks him dead in the face and says, I've got poop coming out of my butt. And the cop started laughing. And I, the emailer, claims to be shocked and embarrassed. He asked how far I had to go, which was about three miles home. He told me to drive safe and get Miss Poopa Butt home to do her business. <laughs> he could not stop laughing. Now that's pretty funny, and that's a really nice police officer. Uh, as soon as we pulled away, I asked, What was that about? And my niece smirked and said, I saw it on YouTube. I didn't think it would work. I said, So you're not pooping? Nope. And you're not in trouble either. <laughs> this little girl is my hero. That is a tremendous story. Good for the seven year old for, you know, just. I don't know, going through YouTube and scrolling through YouTube videos. I'm not sure that says something about parenting and YouTubes. However, it worked in this time. And uh, I'm a fan. <laughs> so the algorithm for the seven-year-old got her watching other kids trying to fake pooping to get out of tickets. Awesome, awesome idea. And uh, I'm going to have to have my uh, my wife teach my her grandchildren uh, this deal because uh, uh, my wife has uh, you know three young female grandchildren grandchildren <laughs> and uh, they all have to learn this if you're ever in the car and we get pulled over as soon as that police officer comes up we may not roll the windows down because it may be a little hot in Texas uh, we may not roll the windows down but you need to start screaming I gotta poop I gotta poop and that's coming out. It's coming out right now. And that will get you out of the ticket. That is fantastic. I hope it's real. So my wife, uh, speaking of things that I hope is real, uh, not my wife, my wife is actually real, but the video clip that she sent me uh, from TikTok is, uh, has a guy talking about an experience he had at Academy Sports. It's a TikTok account of at official Brock, B-R-O-C-K. And uh, he talks about his experience at Academy Sports. And of course, you know, we're being inundated with Pride Month and uh, everything is Pride Month. It's unavoidable at this point. And every company is uh, posting, hey, have Pride, even if it's just a little bit. And we know about the Bud Light boycotts and the Target boycotts. And it's just never ending. And how hateful we are if we don't want to participate. And we're hanging uh, Pride Month flags at the White House. And we're having people, uh, you know, show off all their uh, all their nakedness at the on the White House lawn. Which, by the way, the White House, uh, you know, disavowed that from, for some strange reason. I mean, that's what the events end up being all the time time but whatever you know if you want to pretend like you care about something like that that's exactly what they did so anyway this guy is talking about his experience at academy sports standing in line and uh, it's obviously in pride month because the story has to do is wrapped around pride month and i'll let uh, brock tell you and i i hope it's true 
I just listened in on a conversation at the checkout counter at an Academy Sports that absolutely blew my mind. Customer A, okay, let's just, let's call him that. Okay, let's um, do that. Two people in front of me checked out ammunition and a simple t-shirt. Customer B, behind him, in between customer A and I, um, was buying like a bathing suit of some sort. Customer B was clearly LGBTQ plus, Oh um, boy, making that assumption. Definitely supported that, and I'm not judging. I'm not labeling. Okay. I'm not making you assumptions. Are, it was literally written on their shirt. <laughs> so calm down. Okay. All right. And I I'll mean, he had down. that strut. He had that strut. Yeah. That Haley Bieber walking down the runway. I love that. On like strut. Vogue. He had that strut. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, customer A gets a ten percent. Military or veteran discount with proof of ID. Okay. Steps Good deal. aside to Love gather that. his belongings. Customer B proceeds to ask if they have a gay pride month discount. Okay. Cashier simply says, no, we don't. Oh my gosh. You would have thought that the cashier spit <laughs> on customer B. <laughs> By the way, customer B responded. And then customer A standing there. Minding their own business, turns around and says, I don't get a 10% discount because I'm straight. Oh, here we go. Why should you get a 10% discount because you're gay? Here we go. I thought that equality is all that you guys wanted, but it turns out that you guys just want special treatment. Well, yes, we all know that. I'm standing there, biting my tongue so hard, trying not to say anything, and I don't say anything. Customer B proceeds huh. to say, I want to speak to a manager. Because they don't have a 10% manager discount? Up, What's the wow. problem? Cashier gives the whole backstory, you know, clear as day, nothing taken away, nothing added. Okay. Manager proceeds to say, no one will get a discount in my store to reward them for the lifestyle they choose to live. Wow. But if it's up to me, I will discount 10% to someone every single day. If the reason was because they were willing to lay their life down in an unknown country, uncomfortable place for someone just like you. They were willing to lay their life down to secure the freedom that we are exercising right now shopping in a Academy Sports store in North Carolina. Enjoy your day. I'm sorry we couldn't make you happier today. Oh, wow. Then says that they will no longer be shopping at Academy Sports. The manager says that they will be sure to report that to whoever. Whoever cares. That is amazing. Now, is it real? I don't know. I mean, do I want it to be real? Yes. But I feel like these stories that are almost too good to be true are usually just that. Too good to be true. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.